This is the Alchemize Your Life podcast. On this episode, we're getting pretty raw, pretty opinionated. We're going down the rabbit hole. This is a fly on the wall episode. All about fear, mass media manipulation, and control. So buckle up. Hi, I'm Cian Kenshin. And I'm Stephanie J. And we're here to alchemize, alchemize your life. In this podcast, we show you how to apply the principles of spirituality, prosperity, and sexuality to create true and lasting transformations in your life and business. Join us at the Prism Institute of Quantum Alchemy as we explore the ancient, esoteric teachings of Buddhism, Tantra, Hermetics, and more. As we weave these primal energies together within ourselves, we repair the fractured consciousness of humanity itself. Join us in liberating the world and realizing that the gold is in you. So, you know that thing I do? You do a lot of things. No, but that one that's like really annoying at first. You also do a lot of those things. Oh. Well, this is one that I do like over dinner sometimes and we're getting really deep into a discussion. Oh, and then you burp in the middle of it? God, I hate that. No, not that one. Oh, you'll have to refresh my memory. This is the one where I secretly start recording our conversations. Oh, yep. That one does does get pretty annoying sometimes. Those are supposed to be intimate conversations just for the two of us. Yeah, but they're like... They're so raw, they're they're unedited, they're unfiltered, and, you know, like, pretty interesting, if you ask me. And then there's always, like, a dog barking in the background, or a fire alarm that goes off, or something. Yeah, but, you know, in the, in, in the age of, like, highly edited, highly processed information, isn't it kind of a good thing to have, like, just something raw that, where, you know, you don't even know that... It's happening. Speaking of raw, did you know you have spinach in your teeth? (laughs) Good thing we're on podcast. This is why we stopped YouTubing. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag not the only reason. Not the only reason. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I, it, it instantly, I get irritated when you do it because I'm like, oh, I was like, there's this inner like, oh, now I need to perform. But as soon as I get over that and I work through that in my being and I allow us to just flow, you're right. When I listened back to this conversation, like it, it is, it's a lot rawer and a lot less filtered than what I would normally say on a podcast. So it's like, it's pretty opinionated. Mm, so you didn't soften the blow at all. There was no softening. Normally in podcasts, I prefer to soften. This conversation has no softening. It's direct opinionated transmission. So, so, so. Kali energy. Kali energy. Yeah, that's a good description of it. Um, would you, would you give the uh, audience a trigger warning on this? Yeah, it's trigger warning. Consider this the trigger warning. Like if you're, um, what do we, do we need to preface what it's going to be trigger warning about? Like we're going to talk about the pandemic. We're going to talk about fear and mass control and all of those systems in place. And it's just a pure stream of consciousness, opinionated transmission. It is not because it was just seen and I talking with each other. There's no desire to like sway one way or the other. It's just us literally debating ideas back and forth. But some of those ideas go pretty far down the rabbit hole. So Mm -hmm. it's juicy, but be prepared. 
Yeah, don't take any of this as truth, scientific fact. Anything that, you know, would get us deplatformed. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't take this uh, other than an exploration, a thought exercise, something that people might want to explore for themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my hope is that the reason we decided to share this is that by hearing two people literally just debate openly, which I don't think we have a lot of opportunity to do right now because there's just so much fear on both sides, by hearing two people just openly debate honestly, maybe that will inspire your own internal and maybe even external debates. Whether you agree with our thoughts or not is not the point. The point is to um, foster curiosity and open discussion. So let's get into it. Here we go. I'm not arguing for or against them. I'm just saying, take a step back and look at the bigger picture, right? And what is the bigger picture? Look at how people are fighting. Look at why, look at all the fear mongering that's happening. Get curious about why is that happening? Sure, get vaccinated, cool, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But like, isn't it curious why all the countries are handling it so differently, but there's such a state of fear and why you now think differently about people that you respect based on whether or not they get vaccinated. Isn't that interesting? Why would the government want you to do that? And if they can do it for vaccines, what else can they do it for? I also find it interesting that all these highly vaccinated countries are uh, going into lockdown again mm -hmm. and are claiming their healthcare systems are overwhelmed and it's like, okay, like show us pictures of that, but never happens. And you're here in Costa Rica, there's this wide open, you know, um, and you look at the numbers and there's nothing crazy. The deaths are almost nothing, almost nil. I mean, the problem is you can't trust those numbers. Yeah. One way or the other. Because yeah. the argument from a place like Canada is that Costa Rica's healthcare isn't, or Mexico's healthcare isn't sufficient. People are going to work even when they're sick. People because... come to Costa Rica for healthcare. Yeah, true, but that's Worldwide. not the but that's not the locals though. Yeah. Because it's not covered, right? So the argument from the Canadian doctors that are my friends that are on my Facebook that I got when I. Oh, you're recording me. <laughs> the argument that I got from my friends that are Canadian doctors is that they they don't believe that the medical or anyone that's not a, a first world country is honest about the numbers. Because how could they be? Because they have shitty health care. They probably don't test enough. They don't have enough access to test. If you do test and you can't go to work, then that would be like a meaningful disruption to your life so that you just don't get tested. You will, you go to work sick, yeah, blah, 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 blah. It's blah. an insular narrative that doesn't allow for the possibility that it's wrong. True, but let's look at our narrative though. Like, yes, and our narrative is, well, if you look at the first world countries, all of their numbers are fucking doctored. Right? Right? You, either they're blatantly doctored or they're counting a COVID death for somebody that had pneumonia and would have died anyways. So either they're blatantly doctored or they're indirectly doctored, but either way, they're doctored numbers. So the numbers actually are irrelevant. It's impossible for us to say, oh, this country has more deaths than that country because you literally can't trust the numbers from you any also, fucking country. You also can't trust videos and pictures. Right? Well, like, they could be doctored too. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, all you can trust is your own common sense when you take a second to step and like look, step back and look and get curious about why. Why would a country want to do this? Why would a country want to create separation and division at this scale? Why would they want to make it look like you can't travel 
when in reality the world is traveling like why what why would they want to do that why would they pay you to get a medical procedure i mean if you look through throughout all of history governments have always been looking for ways of keeping the population here right even in recent history from 2001 until 2021 it was a terrorist threat yeah right yeah but the media is fear-mongering but people, people got numb to that right and it stopped they stopped reading that news because they're just like ah oh, whatever we got we got Obama oh, not Obama Osama we got Osama so like slightly different person yeah we got Osama so like I mean who cares about terrorists anymore right mm-hmm. and that I don't know what the metrics are that they use to determine when the the fear factor that they're using is wearing off, but I'm sure they have metrics, mm-hmm. right? Or it's just a natural process. Mm-hmm. Actually, that kind of feels like it. It's like it's not even like a nefarious like no. sort of thing because it's too too big for that. It's it's almost like it's a force of nature. It almost feels like humanity's upper limit. Yeah, the collective upper upper limit. Yeah. Like collectively the first world countries were getting too hot, so something's cooling them off. And and all of the non first world countries are growing. Well, I mean we saw that in the Dark Ages and the um uh, after the Renaissance and the Enlightenment. Uh that all of a sudden everyone was waking up and what happened? Book burnings, uh, crusades, crusades, which is Salem, um, the the Spanish Inquisition. You know, you and I were both there. <laughs> uh, that there, yeah. There's like, there's this in born like there's this oh yeah somebody there was an angel name for this force of nature uh i wrote it down but yeah there's a force there is a force of nature that brings balance Mm -hmm. too hot you know thermostats going too high too many people waking up too quick not enough in the sort of the bottom of the pyramid to, to keep pushing the energy up. I don't even know if I would say it's too many people waking up too quickly. Like hot can be in a couple different areas, right? If we look at the upper limit for gay I'm saying that was I'm saying that was for like back then. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Right now I don't think that's what it is right now. <laughs> I, I I think a lot of people are waking up. Yeah, but I don't think it's too many to like cause this type of a reaction though, like a slap back. I don't think it's that high. No. Like when I say because also what about somebody performing magic? Who like wake up all of humanity and then something lashes back against that yeah i don't know because like in all honesty if it was wait if waking up was the myth if consciousness was the metric then we would see it hitting certain different countries it's like it's almost exclusively the ones that are experiencing the biggest pain are almost exclusively british commonwealth mm. oh so I don't think it's a waking oh, up metric. No, you're right. So let, like, let's look at New let's, Zealand, let's, Australia, okay, yeah, 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 Britain, yeah. Canada. Let's look at the timeline. Okay, if we look at the timeline, so what happened? Britain was voting on Brexit. Yeah. The U.S. was having their Trump election. Yeah. In both cases, Cambridge Analytica was used, which is Britain, British. 
was British intelligence, is now private and in the wind, was used to push the Brexit agenda and the Trump agenda. Mm-hmm. Through mass media manipulation in both instances. Brexit happened, and then Britain started like this whole turmoil, and now they're going very far right. U.S., kind of the same thing. Uh, investigations happened. The Cambridge Analytica uh, technology disappeared. Conveniently. So it's in the wind. And we've seen evidence of it being used in Brazil uh, and a bunch of other countries around the world. Yeah. But are those the end game? Or are those the tests? Is, is not the virus combined with the technology of Cambridge Analytica almost a perfect way of like subjugating all of humanity back well, that's into what, slavery? That's what we're seeing, right? That's what we're yeah. seeing in the... That's why when I say it's almost exclusively the Commonwealth countries that are experiencing a lot of the pain right now. Like, I'm not saying that other countries don't like... India's got great high de- death tools. Like, I'm not saying... I'm not using death again no, you're or... policy. I'm talking about policy and like the average person's individual pain going through lockdowns, going through economic crisis, right? And that's that's mostly government created. Yeah. And they're very in fear. I don't see other countries being in fear the same way as like basically the British Commonwealth and then the US. And even not even really the US that much anymore from what I've seen. Some states. So yeah, what why would you want to do that? Why would you want to create that? Because that's what we're seeing, is we're seeing people in slavery, and we're seeing people in separation. Why? And we're seeing people self-policing and policing their neighbors, oh, right? Yeah. That's where we have that's, the idea That's of, 1984. It's totally 1984, yeah. right? Well, especially what was that article you saw the other day with, like, the kids wanting to get vaccinated without their parents' permission? Yeah. Totally 1984, where you couldn't even trust your kids were actually the most dangerous people to have in your household. Yeah. Because they were being brainwashed by the schools. Yeah. It's totally 1984. It's like verbatim. Yeah, it's like somebody... Like, didn't we all read this book in school? Yeah. Well, our generation did. Yeah. So, and only in Canada. I don't think everyone else did. Well, Canadians are getting pretty hard hit right now. Yeah, so there's a force at work leveraging the Cambridge Analytica technology to use a flu virus to make it look like it's more in order to take away human rights from people. Yeah. I mean, humanity's known for taking government, pardon me, is known for using fear as an excuse to normalize the loss of rights. And like, listen, I never thought I was going to be the person sitting on a high horse preaching about privacy and human rights and like anti-government. I never thought I'd be the person arguing against a vaccine. Not that I'm really arguing against it right now, but like, you know, kind of opening the conversation. Like, that's not who I thought I was going to be. That's not who I was raised to be. I was raised to be very conformist. And here we are. And I'm like, the, I look like a conspiracy theorist right now. Isn't that interesting? That's the thing. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's almost like there's a force at work trying to manipulate rea- the reality fields that people are in to create something new and not necessarily like to like it's almost like trying to push people back into the dark ages 
right? Mm -hmm. Like no education, no ability to travel freely. Mm, I wouldn't say no education. It's just very prescribed education. Yeah. Yeah. Not education that frees me, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. The education that a slave might have. Well, I mean, again, it depends on... If we're talking about golden handcuffs slavery, which we have talked about. about, Yeah, yeah, but just to clarify here, because, like, I'm not talking about, okay, like, Canadians are turning into slaves. Like, at the standard issue of slaves. But, like, that requires a whole... No, there's not going to be any whips and chains. No, that requires a whole additional conversation and an additional episode. (laughs) Episode Um, of what? Of this podcast. Oh, is this the podcast? Well, this could be. I mean, it's not, but, like, this is the type of discussion we'll probably end up having on it. But, like, we'd have to have a whole other discussion about, like, what is what is the new version of, of slavery? Wow, I'm glad that's over. Over? I was hoping it was only just beginning. Sounds like we were on a really good thread there. Something about slavery? Yeah, I think we're going to leave that for the next episode. Yeah, probably a good idea. So, Costa Rica changed their stance on everything. Yeah, it's important to note that since this, um, the time between when that raw discussion was recorded and when this is being released in that time, just recently actually, Costa Rica has um, changed their view on vaccines and has actually gone so far as to mandate it basically unilaterally across the entire country for any industry that matters. And it's interesting because right now they're saying that they're going to require it. You don't need it to get into the country, but if you want to literally do anything other than just go to the beach, you will need, um, you know, their version of a vaccine passport, which is being based off the European standards. Okay, well, I guess we'll just see where that goes. Yeah, and I think that this really encourages us even further per the discussion that you just heard to get curious about why. Because what's unique about Costa Rica is they aren't hurting the way that supposedly other nations are. Costa Rica's healthcare system is not overloaded at all. It's perfectly in normal capacity. And Um, they've been resistant to it this whole time. Yeah. Until something happened. Something all of a sudden happened. And even though there's no actual reason for it, you know, the other countries are saying, oh, well, our healthcare systems are inundated, our hospitals can't handle it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which, you know, seems like a good story, but that doesn't hold up here. The hospitals are not inundated. The death tolls are not rising. Um, And again, we had a conversation about numbers, but from what we can see, even from what they are publishing, everything seems pretty hunky-dory. So why? We are so grateful that you decided to hit play on today's episode. If anything in this episode has inspired you or helped you transform your life, make sure to let others know by sharing a review on Spotify or iTunes so we can keep our community growing. We absolutely adore giving away free gifts. Send us a screenshot of your review to team at theprism.org to receive a special meditation from us as a gift of gratitude. We absolutely cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Between now and then, don't forget to visit our website at theprism.org. And remember, the goal is always in you.